listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Show, the leading word in pharmacy. You can find all of our episodes at www.pharmacypodcast.com. This is Erin Mullen, Director of RX Response Program, and you're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hey, pharmacy community, this is Todd Urie, the host of the Pharmacy Podcast, and I'm uh, very pleased to have a special guest, the director of RX Response on the show today. And I met this organization through the social media world, more specifically Twitter. And um, I want to welcome Miss Erin Mullen to the show. How are you doing today, Erin? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me on, Todd. You're very welcome. Learned about RX Response by following RX Response through the Twitter sphere and um, never really understood until I clicked back through your website what you're actually doing and how important this organization is uh, to our country and um, uh, you know everyone within, within the United States and, and, and beyond. But um, I just want to let the listeners know um, a little bit about it. So I'm going to turn it over to you as director and uh, let us know what is RX Response. Thank you very much. Um, RX Response is a coalition of the trade associations that make up the pharmaceutical supply system. We came together with the lessons learned from Hurricane Katrina and during the early planning for pandemic prior to H1N1, where there was a real recognition that it doesn't matter what individual efforts are uh, as far as responding to disaster. What's really important from a patient perspective is that they have access to the medicines that they need. And any one manufacturer, distributor, pharmacy, or hospital couldn't do all of the, what, what was needed to be done to make sure that patients had access to their medicines in times of disaster all on their own. So that's where our response came from. What we do is we share a lot of information during times of disaster and during non-disaster times that help reinforce uh, pharmacy's role as part of the critical healthcare in- infrastructure of the United States and also um, help to, uh, we encourage uh, uh, companies, pharmacies such as uh, the listeners to your podcast to participate more in public health to be prepared themselves, whether that be on an individual basis for them themselves and their families, but also promoting business continuity, and then also acting as a liaison with government response agencies, reminding them of the importance that a pharmacy has, the capabilities that pharmacy has, and the resilience that pharmacy has. I don't think any of us realize, unless you go through something, uh, how critical uh, an organization like RX Response can be, um, especially over the last you know, 12 months. Uh, we've really experienced um, some uh, major disasters that I'm sure that RX Response was very much involved in. If I'm listening to the show and I am a pharmacy professional or even a pharmacy owner, um, what kind of role can I play and how do I get involved with the organization? Well, first and foremost, most important is that as a pharmacy owner, you have your uh, you think about having a business continuity plan that you are prepared for disasters in your area, and again, like I said, both on a personal level and on a professional level. So have a personal preparedness plan. Have uh, have a go bag at home. Have a communication plan with your family, and there are a number of resources out there, whether that be at the Red Cross or FEMA, Ready.gov, um, and a number of other organizations that 
have some uh, some tools to help you in thinking through. Okay, well, if something happens and we're not able to go home, where would our secondary location be to meet? Is there a contact outside of the community that all of us know that phone number and would know to contact? Uh, and then similar kinds of things as far as your own business. Do you have the emergency contact numbers for your vendors? Do you know what, you, what your distributors um, plans are during a disaster and how you can communicate with them if, say, your local DC is out? Do you have backups of all of your files? Do you know uh, and do you store them off-site? Do you know how to restore them? All of those kinds of things. And then looking at kind of a bigger response picture, because pharmacy is such a critical part of healthcare delivery, you know, you're a, as, a, as a pharmacist, you're part of the community and you're a community leader. People turn to you with questions, particularly when you're looking at something going on in the healthcare field. So even if there isn't, is something that's going on, but not necessarily in your community, for example, uh, one of the things that we've been tweeting a, a lot about recently is uh, some new emerging infectious disease. We've got uh, MERS, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, in Saudi Arabia that's starting to spread across the world, um, which is very concerning because those who are hospitalized, there's a very high death rate. Um, fortunately, it doesn't seem to be spreading, but it's still something that we should know about and be prepared to answer questions for. There's H7N9 influenza in China, and just in the news uh, in the past couple of days, another new strain of influenza that's been detected. So those kinds of things are on our radar as well, and we uh, collect information and try and make sure that pharmacists can be aware of that healthcare information that they're uh, an important provider of in their community. Very good. And when I'm on the site, and by the way, listeners, you're listening to the to the show today. And uh, hearing Aaron describe uh, more about RX Response, uh, please go to rxresponse.org. Very easy to re easy to find. As a matter of fact, if you Google RX Response, it comes right up as well. Um, and one of the questions I have is: Explain to listeners what RX on the Run is about. It's a program kind of within RX Response. Sure. Um, so RX on the Run is one of those fundamental. Uh, things that we see during disaster responses, but you see every day as a pharmacy practitioner as well. So one of the major challenges that happens when people have to evacuate their homes is oftentimes they don't bring their medicines. And again, as a pharmacy professional, I know all of you are thinking in the back of your mind, and they don't know what those medications are. So when they try and replace them, you have the difficulty of, well, I take my white pill for blood pressure don't necessarily know what it is. The RX on the run is a way for you to document. It's a wallet card, it's a web fillable form, and we don't save any of that information. But you can fill in your information, including your medications and what you take, uh, what dose you take them for and, uh, and why you take them. In addition, some additional uh, information if you choose to put that on your card, such as your provider's contact information. And that's a card that you can have in your wallet, and that's relevant whether or not you're in a disaster situation. It would be relevant if you were in a car accident or if you just needed a refill of your prescription. So it's something that we encourage, and during times of disaster, particularly when there's some notice, like with a wildfire or a hurricane, we do send out reminders saying, hey, remind people to fill these cards out so that that way they have the up-to-date information. 
So what uh, government agencies are you directly tied into from a communications perspective that really um, enables ARC's response to, um, to kind of become the strength that, uh, that you're poised to be? So that's, the real strength of RX response is our communication network. So in addition to all of the uh, trade associations who then communicate with their member companies, we serve as a liaison between industry and, uh, and government response agencies. And we interact with a number of them. So that includes state uh, health departments, state emergency management organizations, and also obviously the boards of pharmacy. We interact with the federal government, both uh, with the, the Department of Health and Human Services in a number of different areas, including the Office of Emergency Management, the uh, Office of Critical Infrastructure Protection, CDC, FDA, uh, those organizations that are directly um, uh, looking at either the situation or pharmaceuticals uh, as regulation. And we also interact with the Department of Homeland Security in their critical infrastructure space. Again, representing pharmaceutical supply and pharmacy as part of the critical infrastructure of healthcare uh, that's been recognized by Department of Homeland Security as an essential uh, industry in, this, in the United States. I think, Erin, it would be great also if uh, you happen to be an owner uh, to review this information available on the RX response site with your team with your uh, um, employees, just to give uh, kind of a, uh, an overview, maybe uh, twice a year, maybe once per quarter. Um, obviously, the information on the RX response site is always being updated, but what I found uh, very uh, interesting just to exercise and to think outside the box uh, as a pharmacy um, owner and or pharmacy professional, pharmacist, healthcare service pro provider is, um, under the uh, information section, um, under um, the participate section, there's a 2013 exercise. And I like the exercise webinar slides, Erin, that really allowed you to think, wow, what if something did happen? What if there was an earthquake that we were part of in our community or a major fire or uh, something happened with flooding or there was a gas leak, something? It really helps you think of, wow, you know, uh, you could probably look back years before as, as someone in the community and, and maybe ex remember something not so disastrous, but then again, something that you remember and, and how everything um, you know worked and how our response can really help pull, like you said, the communications together. But then as a pharmacy professional, make me think, you know, well, what could I do to, to be better prepared? So I, I like this exercise. Absolutely, and exercising and, and communicating with your employees is very important. Uh, if something uh, should happen in your community, you want to be able to make sure that your employees are okay and also provide a safe and uh, safe place for your employees to come so that they'll, you know, they'll be able to continue to work and you'll be able to continue to support your community in a time of, um, of tremendous stress. And you know, I always joke when I talk with uh, our, our uh, when I speak with our government counterparts. I say, you know, as pharmacists, in general, we're very good at thinking inside the box, and so sometimes it's hard to think about those really big kind of events that may happen. And it's and it's easy to think, oh, well, that's not going to happen here. But as you've as you've mentioned, in the past 12 months, we had Hurricane Sandy, which 
had you know is is of a scale that had never impacted New New York and New Jersey in in that same uh, same perspective, and so we we kind of have a lack of imagination to really think about what could possibly happen. So continually being tested and probed and think about okay, well what would I do if this happened in my community? What would I do if this happened in the next state over, could I be impacted by that? And the answer often is yes. Um, I, I don't know how long you've been practicing, Todd, but uh, I was practicing in Florida in 2001, and obviously um, anthrax, uh, we had anthrax attacks in the state of Florida. And while I wasn't in the, in the community that was directly affected, you can better believe that my practice was directly affected. Um, both in the availability of the antibiotics, but also just the questions and concerns that, uh, that my patients had, and obviously our uh, attention to threat in regards to, you know, oh, what is this white powder? Is it dangerous? Could it be something that I need to be concerned with? You know, um, you just commented about something earlier, Aaron, about how crucial that community pharmacy is to their community. And taking some of this information from the ARCS response um, site, some of the notes that I've been taking, write to your uh, you know, local government, for example, maybe your, um, the commissioner office or the, the local uh, mayor, and, and just let them know, hey, as a, as a community pharmacy provider, I want to understand what your emergency management response uh, plan is. And oh, by the way, as a pharmacist, as a pharmacy owner, I found additional information through the RX response site. Are you or are you not kind of involved with this? And if you're not involved, uh, let's all look into it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there was a recent study done by the Harvard School of Public Health that was looking at the interaction of public health and pharmacy. And you know, part of pharmacy's mission is to be part of the, um, the community public health practitioner. We've expanded our role in immunization and in medication therapy management, and that fits into, um, into public health as well. However, public health response hasn't been, so, um, hasn't been so good at reaching out to pharmacy. So I would definitely urge you as an owner and operator, if you don't already know your local health department, do reach out to them because that's going to help you on your day-to-day -day basis. It's going to strengthen your immunization practice without a doubt, but it also will give you um, a greater sense of what's going on in the community if there is a response. And that means whether or not you're talking about a large response, something like another pandemic, God forbid, but it could also be if there's a meningitis outbreak or in looking at how do we deal with drug shortages to make sure that the TB patients in our community are taken care of. There are a number of things that pharmacy has real strength and can bring tremendous capabilities to their community. And so I urge everyone, uh, if you haven't already been working with your local health department, please do reach out. And it may take a few times to, you know, to find the right person to interact with because unfortunately local public health has had a lot of um, attacks in regards to you know, decreasing funding and uh, turnover of employees. But once you find that right person to interact with, you know, bringing the strength of the community pharmacy to the local, health co uh, local public health capability, that's just a tremendous, tremendous uh, uh, resource for the community. Erin, uh, thank you so much for uh, bringing this all to our attention and giving us a better definition 
um, including myself as someone who very much supports uh, pharmacy and community pharmacy and um, we really thank you for um, spending the time with us to explain this today. Thank you Todd. There is one other thing I would like to talk about Yes. Uh, if we have the time which is our RX Open program. RX Open is, uh, is a service that we provide during a time of disaster where there's been wide-scale um, impacts on the infrastructure of a community, such as with Hurricane Sandy. We map open pharmacies based on whether or not the pharmacy has billed a prescription. So we get a report from the companies that process electronic prescription claims and, um, and are able to use that as a, as a measure of whether or not a pharmacy is open. This tool is tremendous for not just for patients in being able to find an open pharmacy in a disaster area. It's also important for providers to be able to, to refer patients or to be able to release, uh, say, from a hospital or emergency room, knowing that they're going to be able to get the medications that they may need because of an acute injury. Um, if they know that the pharmacies are open, they have some reassurance that the patient's going to be able to take care of, uh, get taken care of in the community. But also with uh, uh, with emergency management, they're able to look at the open uh, the RX open map and see what community communities have been most impacted and where resources may be needed. So, for example, after Hurricane Sandy, we got a call from uh, DHS Secretary Janet Napolitano. Uh, thanking us for the help that we provided in providing information to FEMA through the RX Open tool. And um, not all pharmacies are, uh, are currently enrolled, so I would encourage uh, owners to check with their pharmaceutical, uh, sorry, their software vendor to make sure that they are participating with RX Open so that if something happens in their community, that their, the status of their pharmacy is mapped. Aaron, thanks for mentioning that because the uh, listeners, uh, of course, some of them are uh, pharmacy owners and they should definitely be registered. Without a doubt. Well, thank you so much once again for coming on the show and um, talking about ARC's response. I very much uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I really appreciate the opportunity. Have a great day. Thank you. We were talking with Director Aaron Mullen with ARC's response. You can find more information about ARC's rxresponse.org and uh, we definitely encourage you to become a human.